0: We're going to start today a very, very interesting sugya, a sugya that we've basically been leading up to in the last few shiurim, and we've spoken about two specific halachas, and then we needed to discuss these two halachas in order to get to today's shiur. Now, we've said a lot of disclaimers, and there's a very big disclaimer over here. This is not a thorough, comprehensive uh, dealing with all of these subjects, that would take a bunch of She'urim just to go through it. I'm not sure how many people are interested to hear every intrinsic detail. But I do want to try to get to some of the most common Shailas, some of the most common applications of uh, the things that we're going to deal with. And that is, of course, websites and businesses that are open on Shabbos. We've spoken about in the past two problems. Problem number one is Mecha Chum memka which is the of doing business or having business open on Shabbos, Kadesh, transaction being made on Shabbos. Number two, Shabbos, the Issa of receiving payment for something that was done on Shabbos, whether it was service or a form of work or a product. We spoke about it at the time. Those are the two problems. We now have to move on to the major Shailah of a website, that is open on Shabbos Kodesh. Person has a website open on Shabbos Kodesh. What is the din with having a website that makes money? People Goim can go on the website and they can buy products from there. They could go on and they could, you know, click services. Maybe you're paying for certain things. Whatever it is that you're offering people, am I allowed to keep my website open on Shabbos and allow goyim? to go and purchase things, and of course, me to make money uh, in, in that case over there. So according to most poiskim, is actually mutter for a person to have his website open on Shabbos, is allowed to remain there on Shabbos, even if the credit card processed on Shabbos itself. In other words, uh, whoever, whatever you're offering, they're going to swipe the credit card, ...on Shabbos, and the money's going to go directly inside in that case, and the money goes in, and the purchase happens on Shabbos, or of course on Yontov as well, there are posts that say it's better to schedule the processing of the credit card after Shabbos, if that's possible, which in many websites that is a possibility... Um, and, and in fact, many websites and things they offer, uh, the credit card only actually goes through once the item is being checked, that it's in stock and it's ready to go out, it's ready to be shipped. Some places offer payment only at that time, which will of course be more to Shabbos, which will be okay. But the general idea of having a website open on Shabbos and your business, so to speak, being open, making money, is not an issue. The Meqar for this, by the way, is a Marashag in chuvas The chuvas is Marashag. Shah is marashag. In Siman Kuf where he brings down the shayla of a vending machine, where a person owns vending machines in various places that, of course, populated by Goyim and not Choshes Yidin in that case, and therefore there is no problem of having a business like that open on Shabbos and things being bought from you on Shabbos. By the way, it's not only the Marishag; there is a in the Chalkes Yak of an Aruchaim Simon Samach Zayin Debitzinerov in Chelik vav Siman and the Mishnah Asha Klein in Lamet Gimel, and also in that in that, uh, in that uh, as well. Now the reason why it's muta is number one, there's no human intervention happening on Shabbos. I'm not doing anything on Shabbos. There's no Marisai because it's not in a Yiddish place, so there's no problem of Mecca Chamemka. Schar Shabbos is also not a problem because they're paying for things that cost me money. We spoke about that by Schar Shabbos, and therefore there's no problem in the that case. Now, just to be known, there are machmirim in this case. The Min Yitzchok has a tshuva in chilek gimel simon lamadalat, and shevet Aladi is noita lahachmeh only, not mamash machmeh, in chilek yud simon nun So it could be that there is a mochaim for a person to be machmeh in that case, especially, for example, as we're familiar with the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf, Chav Aleph, Omet Aleph, where the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, Kuf, Chav Aleph, a case of Yosef ben Simai. Yosef ben Simai had a situation where there was a building of his that was on fire, and the Goyim came along to try and extinguish that fire, and the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, Kuf, Chav Aleph, that Yosef ben Simai refused to allow them to extinguish the fire on Shabbos Kodesh. Now, a nace happened, the Gemara tells us, and a downpour, all of a sudden, it was a beautiful day, all of a sudden a downpour happened, and the rain put out the fire in that way. Now, the Gemara tells us, it was mutter for him to allow the goy to put out the fire. There was no problem. And save his stuff. There was no problem whatsoever. But he decided to be machmeh. And he decided to make sure that there was no shiloh whatsoever. And he didn't want to get involved in any profiting or whatever it may be. Even through a goy, even though it was mutter. He decided to be extra machmeh. And the Rabboni Shalom gave him an ace. Now, there's a famous website that I don't know if any of you have ever been on. But for example, there's a famous website called B&H. A beautiful store that I myself have been to. A beautiful, incredible store. I've even been to the owner's house in Muncie, one of the owner's houses in Muncie, I tried my best for the guys, I tried, what can I do, I'll go upon him, B&H is a beautiful. it's actually, it's rated on the internet as one of America's top businesses, that's what it says. One of America's top businesses, owned by two Hasidim. If you go on the website, it tells you clearly. The website is open on Shabbos. The checkout is closed. That means you cannot purchase anything. You cannot buy anything. Now, I'm sure they could have found a terim to say it's mutter. They could have given it over to a goy. There's many people that need stuff, electronics. this something and the other... But you know what? They didn't rely on Heterim. They were Mahme way more than they had to be. Closed their business, and I think we're familiar that they kind of did okay because of it. So therefore you don't lose out by making sure Shabbos Kodesh is a top priority. By the way, another thing, Rebbe Yashav Zatzal Paskind, that if you're worried that the most of the people, the majority of people that buy from your specific website, could be non from Non-religious goyim, uh, yidden, I'm sorry. Meaning that you're selling things that Jewish people are buying. They're just not religious. They don't keep shabbos. Then Rabbi Yasha Pascha maybe you should vadai close your website because you're causing them. Maybe it's a shailif neiver. So if your if your website sells Judaica items and you get a lot of clicks on shabbos by Jewish people that are unfortunately not religious, so then in achanam it could be there. You have to close your website. There is something called, cool, by the way, for the olim that are familiar, PBC. PBC is a famous site, right? Everybody knows what it is, right? Pay by click, right? Which basically means if you want your website to do well, you pay Google a certain amount of money, you give them like a lump sum, and every time a click happens, then it comes off of that sum. It's Google's interest to try and make sure your website goes to the top of the list, so it gets more clicks, so Google makes more money. It's a complicated procedure, how it works exactly, but I will not follow him, it's advertisement, the is that will be mutter because you're taking off money as opposed to making money, and whatever it is, it's more for Google than anyone else. But I will him, that's just an interesting thing over there. Now, when it comes to an auction, on Shabbos Kodesh. What is the halacha when I bid on an auction? For example, eBay. So I thought before I was into the, you know, before I was writing these notes, preparing the showroom, I'm like, eBay, gosh, I remember that from like 10 years ago. Nobody uses eBay anymore. Who uses eBay anymore? It's like old stuff. So it's not true, by the way. Rabbi says 138 million people are active all the time on eBay. The app is used by 3.67 million people every single month. There's a lot of, a lot of active activity going on in eBay. A lot of people are busy with eBay. And the question is like this. If I want to bid on something, and the auction will end on Shabbos. The auction will end. In other words, the end time for the auction will be Shabbos Kodesh. I want to bid on that item. It's going to end the auction on Shabbos Kodesh. What is the halacha in that case? Am I allowed to do so? Or not? Of course, I'm clicking on there at Shabbos, but the auction is ending on Shabbos Kodesh. What is the din over there? So there is a dimion to this. Um, of course, many of the posts came, you know, from the G'dol Yachoyin didn't speak about this exact case. But we find similarities. And when we're done with Mursa and Mursa, there's a tshuva in the Maram Shik. In the Rechaim, and Kuf, Lamed Aleph. You look also in the Chalkes Yaakov, in the Chedek Aleph, Simen samchei, where they bring down that since the conclusion of the online auction does not actually constitute an actual transaction. It doesn't constitute an actual sale. It's just a commitment between the seller and the higher bidder to be able to complete the sale at a later time. By the way, I've been asked Shiloh, about it ending on Pesach, if I want to bid for chometz, for example, whiskey, there's a whiskey auction, this was a shayla that came to me last year, it's a whiskey auction, and it's ending on Cholamoid Pesach, can I bid for the whiskey, if the at the end of the auction happens on Pesach, and it could be Amkoina, chometz on Pesach, which will be a shayla. By the way, just interesting to note, I checked B'ian into the sugi of eBay, and it came out the following, that if you look at the contract, that eBay have, they say very clearly, that when you bid for an item, it's your commitment to pay for that item. Right? Now of course, on condition that you're the higher bidder. But then when you bid for the item, that's already your commitment to pay. When did I bid? I bid on Wednesday morning. True, the auction ends on Shabbos. But I bid on Wednesday morning. I bid on Wednesday morning according to eBay. i the mice have already put myself away a to pay. I've committed to pay, providing of course, the condition that I'm the highest bidder in that case. Okay? okay. Oh, so the, ske- the question is, are you allowed to schedule a bid to be placed on Shabbos? Auction snipe, for example, they call it. That will be Asa, to, to actually schedule a bid on Shabbos. That will be problematic in that case. And scheduling an auction to begin on Shabbos, according to post Postgum, is going to be mutter Because it's on the other party to complete the actual sale. Now, if you sell, if you sell something on eBay... Is a person allowed to schedule um, the auction to finish on Shabbos? Yes, once again, it's not the final transaction, it's just an agreement. Now, let's move on to one other Shailah. And again, Rabbi like said that the, the, the Shailah goes on and on, and intricate details of different things. We're not going to get to everything, just to give the Rashi Prokin the ideas of what's going on. Let's talk about something like Amazon. But before we get to Amazon, any type of Jewish-owned website that sells uh things using a third party, right? Called a fulfillment cell center. Using a fulfillment center, what is the aloch in that case? And that fulfillment center operates on Shabasan Yontav, which means I've given my product to them are they, or, or yes, or are they not allowed to do that? So there are Ba'ed'sim two problems. There's Amira La'akim. Of course, I'm an Goy to do something for me on Shabbos. And there's also Mecca Chomemka. Now, there is a Shulchanar Chaira, the Haligabal Atanya, in Graz Semonare Shmemdalat ois Chav, where he brings down that if they don't have to do it on Shabbos and Yontav, meaning I didn't tell them that they have to do it on Shabbos and Yontav, so that could be permitted in many cases. Now, let's move on a moment to Amazon. Okay, you guys are busy, Baruch Hashem, and the Beis Medrash, I've been making phone calls to some big Amazon sellers to ask them exactly how things work and give me some more details and explain to me some of the processes of how things work over there. So when it comes to Amazon, and by the way, very important, we are not discussing at this moment, another time, Be'ez HaShem, yes, we're not discussing ordering things on Amazon that deliver on Shabbos. That we'll get to. Am I allowed to go along and order something next day delivery on Friday? It's going to arrive on Shabbos. Am I allowed to do that? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that at a different time. We'll get to Shurim when it comes to ordering things and deliveries of Goyim and Marasayim. Here we're talking about owning an Amazon uh, company, or instructing Amazon or working with Amazon to in order to sell your product. Is that mutter or is that no And by the way, there are many, many from people that own such companies and make a lot of money from such ideas. Which is why it's a very, very common shayla. I'm not going to go through a comprehensive idea. Just to give you a few things. The oil are more familiar, for example, with FBA. FBA stands for Fulfillment by Amazon. That means it's my product, I've given it to Amazon, Amazon are going to go and ship it out, they're going to do everything, and they'll give me whatever it is, payment. That is generally not a problem, Bechlal, they're doing it for themselves, they're making money, I'm also making money, that's not a problem of Shabbos, it's not to do with Shabbos, I did instruct them to do it on Shabbos, and therefore generally FBA will not be a problem. But if you have, for example, FBM, that's more problematic. FBM means fulfillment by merchant. That means you are the ones that do all the shipping. You're the guy that has the warehouse. You do all the shipping in that case, which means, by the way, if you have FBM, you have no Prime. There is no Amazon Prime when it comes to FBM. However, if you want to have Prime next day shipping, then in that case, you have to have SFP. SFP basically is seller fulfilled Prime. Okay? Shimon, you're impressed over here, right? (laughs) Seller fulfilled prime means that you have to have your stats very, very high. You have to have high shipping, quick shipping. Otherwise, they're going to knock you off the list very, very quickly in that case. And therefore, there's an option in that case, by the way, to turn it off. And I know people that have businesses, Yiddish from people that have businesses, and they have SFP, that means seller fulfilled prime. They do it the next day delivery, which means if somebody orders on Friday, my company is going to be shipping things out on Shabbos morning, what's the heta? So what they do is they actually switch it off on Friday morning and then they switch it back on right before Shabbos. This way, by the time you order it right before Shabbos, it's already too late to get it the next day, and it started to filling it on motz Shabbos. Right? Very interesting idea to think about. But again, there are a lot of intricate details that go along together with that. There's also the halachas of ordering, which we'll get to a different time. But that's the basic ideas of websites. Mecha Chomemcha, Shabbos. Have an amazing day.